Hello everyone, I'm Paul James Caden and this is the Infinite Journey Podcast. You know, over the years I've always encouraged you, the listener, to write in with your ideas on topics and subjects that you would like to hear me talk about in a show. And for those of you who might be new to this podcast, that's one of the reasons I always put my email in the podcast description. So if you just want to chat, if you want to give your opinion on something, or if you have an idea to say, hey, I'd like to hear you talk about this. Have you ever heard about this particular person or this particular subject? What do you think about this? You are certainly welcome to write in and share your particular interests and ideas for future shows. So wherever you are listening to this podcast right now, my email will be in the show description, and you can write in if you have a topic or a subject that you would like to hear me talk about. And that is exactly what we're going to be doing in this show. Because last week I got a number of emails from some folks all asking the same question. They wanted to know if there is a person on the internet, she's out there as a spiritual advisor, by the name of Teal Swan. And a number of folks wanted to know if I thought Teal Swan's teachings were in conjunction or in agreement with the Arantia book. Now, if you don't know who Teal Swan is, welcome to the club. I didn't know either, never heard of her. I had to do a little bit of research to uh, to find out. And that's one of the reasons I love getting show ideas or requests from you, the listening audience, because sometimes I will get something that comes in that I, I don't necessarily know about, I never heard about, and it causes me to research. I have to look into things before I can speak about it. So I think it's kind of beneficial both ways, you know, that I get to learn something new if it's not something that I'm familiar with. And then I get to uh, give my opinion for what it's worth to uh, all of you who are tuning in. So that was uh, the topic this week. Is Teal Swan's teachings, do they agree with the Arantia book? And as I said, I had no idea who teal swan was uh this was something i was initially going to pass over because i never heard of her but i i happened to look it up i was watching youtube one night so i put in the name and some videos came up and uh i said oh this this is kind of interesting and it it caught my eye it caught my ear and in the end i decided that i thought it was a worthwhile topic to speak about so if you know who Teal Swan is, if you're tuning into this podcast because you see her name in the title, uh, rest assured this is not a bashing or tearing down kind of show. Even if I disagree with someone or disagree strongly with something they might believe in or teach, that doesn't mean I hate that person or I'm wishing that person to fail or any such thing. 
Uh, that's one thing we have to realize in today's modern world. It's okay to disagree. It doesn't mean we hate each other. It doesn't mean we have to be, you know, sworn enemies and go after one another. So let's get uh, that clear uh, right now. If you happen to be tuning in, this is not a tear teardown show. It is an opinion. For those of you who don't know who Teal Swan is, uh, that's okay because I think uh, there will be some topics uh, here in this conversation that uh, kind of bring a universal truth when we're talking about spirituality and sitting under the teachings of other individuals. So I, th I think it's going to be an interesting show either way. So let's ask the question, uh, who is Teal Swan? And basically she is a spiritual advisor, spiritual counselor. She talks a lot about different psychological aspects of human life. If you look at her YouTube channel, you will see things uh, about dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. She had a video that I thought was rather interesting about ghosting, why people ghost one another so much in the modern day and age. And it is a popular thing, you know, oh, I thought we were best friends, or I thought that that guy liked me or that girl liked me, then they just disappeared, they ghosted me. And she did a whole show on kind of the psychological makeup and reasons why some people might make it a habit of ghosting others. So I thought there was some interesting and useful information there as far as looking at these topics of human life and the human condition. But now as far as uh, Teal's teachings agreeing with the Arantia book, I would say not so much. The first thing that comes to mind is that Teal believes in reincarnation. And I, and I saw a clip where she was talking about being the reincarnation of or being inhabited by. Uh, it sounded like she was talking about... Uh, this an ancient alien consciousness that is now her. And I know she also teaches that she is the reincarnation of, uh, you know, some uh, famous Swami in India from, you know, decades ago. Uh, this would not agree with the Arantia book, and I don't know if I made mention uh, of this uh, real quick. The people that wrote in uh, heard me talk about things about the Arantia book on this show, and most of them were just starting to read the Arantia book, and some of them came across Teal Swan, others were longtime listeners, and they're saying, gee, this seems to agree, you know, this is kind of cool. Um, you know, is what Teal uh, is teaching, uh, does it line up with this this book? So that's why we're asking the question, you know, do her teachings agree with the Arantia book? 
So back to reincarnation. Um, the Arantia book does not teach it. It doesn't teach that humans are in you know reincarnated, and it doesn't teach that aliens or angels or any other celestial being would incarnate upon the earth as a human being. With the exception of someone like Jesus, uh, there aren't any human beings walking around. I know there's a lot of spiritual teachers, teachers who say, well, you know, I was Jesus in a previous lifetime. I was the Apostle Paul. I was this particular saint. I was this particular yogi. I was this particular uh, guru. Uh, some people will say they're star children. You know, they, uh, they're not from here at all. Essentially, they're uh, an alien being reincarnated or incarnated into a human form. And the Arantia book talks a lot about the universe, you know, the local universe, the super universe, and all the different beings in the universe, most of which are spiritual beings and different classes of angels who help to maintain order and balance in the universe. They are God's servants doing his work, and they all have a ministry, they all have a job. The Arantia book teaches that there is material life here on Earth and also on other planets and other local universes out there in the cosmos. And those particular planets, like Earth, are watched over by celestial beings and aliens and, or not aliens, uh, celestial beings and angels and, uh, of course, uh, the Spirit of God. But the Arantia book doesn't say anything about spaceships visiting us from other worlds and, you know, all this, uh, you know, type of thing. Nor does it talk about any other beings from other planets or other celestial beings incarnating as human beings here on planet Earth. So no, that would not agree with the Arantia book um, on any level. The Arantia book teaches that when we die, one of two things happen. That either in our mortal lifetime here on Earth, a person will absolutely reject God and reject the indwelling spirit of God that is within them, that tries to guide them in their lives. And by rejecting God, the person is saying, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't want to bow down to anybody. I want to do my own thing. And then that person will naturally live according to the base nature of the advanced animal, which is a human being. And when that kind of person dies, their personality perishes with them, with the physical brain and the material mind. For those who accept God, have faith, try to live a good life. You don't have to jump through hoops, uh, you know, as religion has us do. The Arantia book just tells us to experience God, love God, have faith in God, and try to make, you know, good decisions. Try to live in harmony with the teachings and the, the laws of God. 
which would be, you know, basically the universal law of love. And if you do this, you will be taken to what is called the mansion worlds after you die on this earth and your soul begins its journey toward God and into the infinite universe. But the Arantia book is very clear that, you know, its teachings are that no spirit from the other side comes to visit us here on earth and no one comes back to earth and reincarnates over and over and over again. So from what I understand, um, Teal Swan teaches and believes, of course, you know, the expansive uh, universe, the spiritual universe, uh, but it's definitely uh, quite a different idea than what the Arantia book would put forth. One of the things I found uh, as far as Teal's teachings go that I thought was a little bit of concern, and, and a lot of people do, apparently, is that she doesn't look at suicide as being necessarily a bad thing. She teaches that sometimes souls, you know, life isn't going well, things are going very bad, they're unhappy, and suicide is a reset button. So basically, if you're not happy with the way things are going, things are going badly, you can hit that reset button, go back to the spirit world, uh, get things straight, uh, reincarnate back on the earth and have kind of a redo or a reset, I guess. Uh, this is also something that would not be compatible with the Arantia book, nor would it be compatible with uh, the teachings of Jesus in the New Testament. All life is sacred. We should not encourage anyone to take their own lives for any reason. And there have been uh, a number, you know, at least uh, a few, possibly more, of Teal's followers who have committed suicide over the years. And of course, she will say, you know, hey, you know, that's, I didn't tell them to do it. You know, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't make them do it. You know, kind of not taking responsibility. They made that choice. I didn't tell anybody to do anything. Well, if we're going to talk a lot about the psychology of human beings and delve into that subject so much as Teal does, we should know that many people are very impressionable. And so if they hear that personality that they look up to, as their mentor, their guide, their guru. I mean, some of uh, Teal's followers, many of them, they worship the ground she walks on. They think she is absolutely wonderful. And so if you look up to someone with that much admiration and you put your trust and your entire faith in their teachings, 
and you hear that person say, well, suicide isn't necessarily bad for some people. It's a reset. If that person encounters a difficult time in their lives, they just may hit that reset button because Teal said it was okay, and that's all it is. It's just the reset button. So maybe she didn't tell them personally, hey, go kill yourself, things are bad. But you're kind of referring to, you know, if this is what some people need to do, that's okay. So if I could talk to Teal Swan, that's a question I would ask if you're so much into the psychology aspect of the human existence and how we're affected by certain things, how would you not know that your followers could very much be impressed with this idea or influenced by this idea that you're putting forth about suicide? So either, you know, she's not thinking about that or everything she's saying about, oh, the, you know, the psychology of the human uh, existence and dynamic uh, is just stuff she's reading out of a book and then kind of spitting the facts back out. And it sounds good without really having a lot of insight into human nature or the human mind. Because anybody with just even a little bit of psychological training or training in any kind of counseling knows that people can be very impressionable and if you're in that kind of position where people look up to you, you have to be very careful what you say to them because people can get the wrong impression and that wrong impression can really make them do the wrong thing. So that's one that's, that's definitely a little concerning to me. You know, I don't believe that Suicide is a one-way ticket to hell. You know, the Urantia book doesn't teach that. Uh, Jesus never said anything about that. I think God is well aware of each and every one of us and the struggles that we go through. And sometimes people might have a mental illness. They might be struggling with depression or, you know, some other uh, mental illness. Or... They just hit a really bad time in life and they sink into depression and they're not thinking straight and they end up taking their own lives. I don't think God is punishing them for that. I think he's helping and comforting them for that because he knows what they went through. He knows the pain and the suffering and the anxiety and the mental hell that that kind of thing can put you through. So I don't think he's handing out tickets to hell because, A, you know, I don't, uh, I agree with the Arantia book. I think there is no hell when, if you reject God, when you die, your personality goes with you. That is the second death. It's over. And I don't think God is being angry with or giving up on people who have 
emotional or mental struggles in this life. But now if you're using suicide as just an excuse for hitting a reset button, you know, maybe the person hit that reset button thinking it was okay, but somebody, a.k.a. probably Teal Swan, is certainly going to have to give an account and an explanation for this one day. I don't care who we think we are in this world, and I've heard a lot of spiritual teachers over the years claim that they were priests of God, prophets of God, uh, masters of angels, commander of angels, angels reincarnated in the flesh, um, reincarnations of Jesus, reincarnations of Buddha, uh, star children, higher consciousnesses from the higher universe. I don't care what kind of ego trip we can take ourselves on to try to make other people believe that or whether we believe it ourselves because we get that far into the ego. None of it is true. None of that is true. And if you think you're going to die and rise to divinity and say, ha, I have no one to answer to for all of the poor teachings that I handed out or teachings that may have caused people to hurt themselves or hurt others or whatever the case may be, if we think we're just going to become gods ourselves or we're already gods in the flesh, and there's going to be no account given for that, we need to think again. Because unless you have some very vivid memories of coming from the heavens, or unless you can do the works of Jesus and walk on water and heal the blind and raise the dead and give signs that the Spirit of God or something greater is working through you, then you are just a human being. And the ego and the arrogance and the pride and all the puffed up stuff that we tell ourselves and try to sell to other people from our pulpits and our churches and our platforms, that's going to be all out of the window when we step outside of the physical body. So that might be something that uh, we want to consider if we're spiritual teachers and counselors at all. This is not a game. And if Teal happens to listen to this, I know that there are people out there who say, well, she's a cult leader. And she will say, well, no, I'm not a leader of a cult. You know, I'm not, I don't have a cult. It's easy to say that, but I think we have to take the look, a look around us and see the almost divine position some of us put ourselves in as spiritual teachers, how the followers react to us. How much control do you have over those people that adore you so much? You don't necessarily 
have to have some kind of temple or a building and a bunch of people around you, you know, bowing down, worshiping you as a god or a goddess or a goddess. You can be a cult or a cult personality and simply be online or simply be on TV. Understand what a cult it is. It is a group of people that believe in or worship or are completely obedient to one central leading figure who claims to know it all or to know much more information than everyone else around them. They have this incredible divine insight that nobody else really has. And you can usually see that hint of ego or arrogance or look at me how beautiful I am or how handsome I am or how smart I am or how wonderful I am. I'm just special and you know it or at least you should know it. When we see that, when we can look in the depths of ourselves and recognize that, then we have to really kind of reevaluate our own spiritual relationship with the higher universe, really reevaluate our teachings, what we're telling other people, and evaluate why we're doing what we're doing, and maybe we already know. Maybe we're in it, in it, this business, because it's just a good one to make money. Easy money. And in that case, we don't have to examine ourselves because we already know what the motive is. Because we're being disingenuous. And I say again, if that's the case with any spiritual teacher out there, it's not something you're going to walk away from with a big smile and saying, ha, I did it. Look how smart and slick I was at the end of my life. You may want to believe that, but um, it's not going to go down that way. And in conclusion, I will say this. To all of us who are not spiritual gurus or looking to be spiritual gurus, be careful who you follow. If you're following after someone who isn't a seeker themselves, they simply say, well, you know, they get their revelation directly from God, or they already know it because they are God. Usually anybody who's claiming any kind of special revelation that nobody else knows, anybody who has that drippings of ego, they're in control, but nobody's in control of them. They can become very angry. They can attack you and try to tear you down if you disagree with them or question them. Chances are you're dealing with someone who 
is coming more from the ego than from the spirit or someone who is running a con. Because let's face it, there's a lot of con people in the spiritual world. We don't have to look any further than the so-called psychics in the New Age and spiritual world and the televangelists in the Christian world. Frauds and charlatans are everywhere. And we have to be extremely cautious, careful, and on the lookout for these kinds of people. And most importantly, as the Arantia book says, you have the indwelling spirit of God within you, the divine thought adjuster. If you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to it. It's three or four shows back, maybe five. The spirit of God is within you. It is directing you. It is leading you. You have your guardian angel that is with you. And the Arantia book says that they are your perfect guides always there to guide you, to lead you, to minister to you, and so that you have your personal relationship and experience with God. And the Arantia book says no one else can have that for you, and no one else can tell you how to have that experience. And this is what Jesus taught. As I said before in my podcast, Jesus didn't go running after the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious teachers of his day. There were many, there were many gurus and other people at the time he walked the earth saying that they were the chosen one, they were the Messiah, they had these different teachings. He didn't go seeking after these people saying, oh, what, what do you know? What do you know that I don't know? How how can I how can I get, you know, how can I be more in contact with the Father? What, what do I do? No, he had a personal connection with God and he said you can do the same thing. And the Arantia book says that it presents to us the teachings and the religion of Jesus. We don't need all these other people. That's why the world is in the state that it's in right now. Everybody's following somebody and everybody makes an enemy of people outside of their little group by and large in politics, in religion. We need to stop being a world full of followers. Follow the still, small voice. Follow the leadings of the Spirit of God within you. Follow the leadings and the guidance of your guardian angel that loves you and is always ministering to you and guiding you. Other people can't do that. They can't do that for you. Teal Swan cannot do it for you. Maybe she can give you some interesting information on certain psychological aspects of the human condition. But she cannot, and neither can anybody else in this world, not me, nobody. Nobody can tell you how to have that personal connection 
and experience with God, where you truly know that you are his child and he is your father. Only you and your guardian angel and the spirit of God within you can guide you into that relationship. And this is why people surround themselves with all these teachers and gurus and self-proclaimed modern prophets. And they still feel empty. They still feel confused. They practically worship this person. And the sad thing is, if you take that person away, or if that person does something horrendous and ends up being exposed in some kind of scandal, that they were a liar or a cheat or dishonest in what they were teaching, one of two things happen. The person either crumbles, they lose all faith in everything, and they fall into great depression and anxiety because the person that they look up to was a fraud. And this can absolutely devastate a person in ways that are unimaginable, even driving some to suicide or needing professional help and counsel to deal with it. It can be devastating. Or, no matter what the person does, they could be caught in some kind of scandal, do something terrible, found out to be a fraud. And then we've wrapped our whole lives up into that person. So we have no choice but to self-delude ourselves and say, I don't believe it. Even when the truth is staring us right in the face. And that's no way to live either. And that's no way to nurture our own spirituality. You see, folks, there's that proverb in the Bible that says, it is better to trust in God than in man. And when you trust God, when you have that connection with Him, with that indwelling Spirit of God within you, with your guardian angel, they're not going to let you down. People let us down. People get motivated by greed and money and power and pride and the ego and arrogance. And these things will always be a rug that will be pulled out from under our feet and we will be greatly disappointed. Or we will lie to ourselves and just not believe it. Self-deception. But you're never going to have that problem when you're connected to the source. When you have that personal relationship and experience with God in your life, He's not going to pull the rug out from under you, ever. That foundation is sure, and it will always be there. Hence, it is always better to trust in God than in man. There's also a proverb in the Bible that says, those who trust in the Lord will never be disappointed. And I think that 
is very beautiful, and I think that's very true. Because man disappoints us. Well, all of his charades and arrogance and whatever motivations spurs him or her on to do what they do. And some people are honest. There's some very wonderful spiritual teachers out there who are good people. But still, we shouldn't be practically worshipping these people, setting them up as an idol in our lives. That place belongs to God. Not a guru, not a self-proclaimed prophet, not a teacher, not a counselor. No matter how wonderful they are, they can be there to help you when you need that human shoulder to lean on. But they shouldn't have all of your admiration and focus because that alone belongs to God. And when you put those things on God and give them to God, he will not disappoint you. It is the house that is built on the rock that Jesus spoke of, that then the, when the winds came and the storm blew, the house did not fall because it was built upon the rock. I hope you got something out of this today. I really appreciate you listening, and I appreciate all of you that wrote in and asked me this question for this particular podcast. Until next time, everyone stay safe, stay well, Put your faith in God. Sit down, close your eyes, just focus inward and just say, Hey God, what do you want to say to me today? Even if it's just hello and just listen, that voice will grow stronger and stronger over time. And you'll have a relationship with the divine that you never thought was possible. God bless everyone. I'll see you next time here on The Infinite Journey.